You are Locked On Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? We are back here for our final regular season edition of Locked On Tigers for 2021. Thank you guys for making Locked On Tigers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, as you all know. Uh, Somber day. Sad day. Our our final regular season uh, episode of 2021. Thank you guys for for, for everything this year. Really, and I'll talk a little bit uh, more about it at the end of the show, but um, been a a life-changing season of Tigers baseball for me by every definition of the word. So uh, so thank you guys. We got three games to go over though, as always. Today's show will just be a, uh, a normal Monday episode. We recap Friday's game in segment one, Saturday's game in segment two, and Sunday's game in segment three. Uh, and then tomorrow's episode, Tuesday's show will be like the season review. Like, just very broad season review as a whole. People who who were uh, above expectations, people who were below expectations, right on expectations, coaching staff, front office, payroll, a- anything you can imagine. Just full-out season review, season breakdown of the 2021 season will be tomorrow's show. Today's show, uh, like I said, would just be a normal Monday. Normal Monday, and then, uh, yeah. And ending the season on a bang, though. Always always good to go out with a win. We bookend the season. Opening day and game 162 on wins. Uh, you, you love to see that. You love to see that. And a lot of fun in the middle there. So, hell of a year. Really, a, a, a crazy, crazy year for, uh, for the Tigers and for me personally. So, thank you all. Let's get into Friday's game, though. Let's just jump right into it. A 1-8 to eight loss to the Southsiders. Uh, this was a, a hyped-up game, right? This was a, a game that a lot of people hyped up to be like, oh, you know, they're going to be throwing at each other. There's going to be brawls. Miguel Cabrera is going to get hit four times. Everybody's going to die. There's going to be a, a literal war that breaks out on the field, and and people are going are gonna, to you know, bring out knives and, and guns, and it's going to be... It's going to be ridiculous, and, and there's going to be arrests on the field and everything. So, uh, not quite living up to the expectations in uh, in the sense of that, in the sense of the, the tension going into the game. I think, while the, certainly they aren't friends, uh, these two teams, this is a rivalry that goes back generations and generations and generations, and has always been a, a, a very heated rivalry, um, I, I don't think that... I think after the game, both teams kind of realized uh, that the the reason that there was even a confrontation in what was that two Monday two Monday's game was was Tuesday whatever day it was uh, was kind of ridiculous in the first place. And uh, I I also think that from the White Sox perspective, they were just like we're gonna not gonna waste our time or risk suspension or risk injury or whatever on. On a on a non-playoff team confrontation, so uh, there was one hit batter. It was very clearly on accident again, but this time 
there was no brouhaha after from uh, from from Chicago. So no no even though a lot of people went into the game and expecting this big tension and this you know rivalry game whatever it, it certainly was not that and and I think you know the White Sox blowing us out probably uh, didn't you know if it was a close game maybe you get it see it a little chippier I don't know but um, it, it certainly was not some some crazy climatic end of the season with with a big tense bench clearing something or other brouhaha as I said earlier I'm very big on brouhaha today apparently um so yeah this I mean one to eight final not a not a whole lot of analysis especially because it's not like one of the kids started either like it was Willie Peralta and look man I've said it a billion and a half times right Willie Peralta has done Tenfold, twentyfold, thirtyfold, fiftyfold, what was expected out of him this season? He has been, he has been, he has a three point oh seven ERA is what he will finish this season with. That is incredibly better than we even we didn't even expect him to pitch like an inning of Major League Baseball this year. He was signed to a minor league like depth contract, and we now have him have had him pitching every fifth day for the, what, entire second half of the season? Sands one, like, 10-day IL trip because of a blister. Like, he's pretty much been in the rotation the, uh, the, the entirety of the second half of the season and has kept us in almost every single game he's been a part of. So, d- no no slander. No slander at all. But, I, I mean, six innings, nine hits, five runs. Only two of them earned, granted. Three walks and three Ks. That, that's, I mean, that's about on par. That's about par for the course. The thing with him that I just want to make abundantly clear um, is that I, I don't expect or want him to be one of the starting pitchers in uh, one of the five starting pitchers in the rotation going into opening day in 2021. I, I don't think that that is a smart move. Again, no slander on what he did for us this year whatsoever. Very grateful. Very grateful for what he was able to do for us this season. That that, but that that doesn't automatically mean that I think he he should be like the fifth rotation starter next season. And and we'll get into more. We'll get into that more this off season when we start doing you know reviews and stuff. But uh, player reviews. But I I I think there's those, those things aren't exclusive to each other. I, I don't think just because you had a you had an overperforming good year this year that that automatically means that everyone should like want you to be like a very important piece to a team next year that hopefully will compete. That's all. So. Very good, you know, solid. It kept us in the game. At, I don't know. He gave up five runs. Only two of them were earned, though. Whatever. Uh, a, a, a very rather on-brand finish to Willie Peralta's season. And, and he deserves a ton of, of flowers and, and thank yous for, uh, for, for what he did this season for this team. Definitely was a big reason that we were able to, to take such a big step forward uh, win-loss-wise. Then we go to Brian Garcia, who is bad and pitched two thirds of an inning. He gave up three runs. 
Uh, Brian Garcia, I don't expect to be on the 40-man roster by the time free agency hits. I think he, uh, I think that's, I think Brian Garcia has probably played his last game as a Tiger. I would be, I would be pretty, pretty surprised if it wasn't. Ian Kroll, one and a third, clean, perfect innings, two strikeouts. He'll be an interesting one because he did have a pretty decent year, and lefties in the bullpen are always valuable. But I'm not sure he had a good enough year to, you know, be like, oh, you're you're like going to come back. And also, he's, I mean, it's already his second MLB stint. He's getting up there in years. He'll be an interesting one. I'm not really sure either way yet. I haven't really made up my mind. Uh, but, but he'll definitely be one to watch. And then the offense was pretty uh, – this was very much, as we have said, a, a quadrillion billion – made up number amount of times a lot of people are getting on base and not a lot of people were scoring pretty on brand i would say um very, very for for especially the second half of the season but for most of the season as a whole just a, a lot of hits quite a few walks i mean we had we we had seven hits and four walks so we had 11 base runners and scored one run that's that that's not what competitive teams do. It's not what uh, teams that are making a, a playoff push and having a fun September do. So that was uh, pretty on brand, though. I mean, Akil had a good game, a hit and a walk. Robbie Grossman, a hit and a walk um, with a stolen base as well. Got to 19 steals there at the end of Friday's game. A steal away from 2020 after Friday's game. Scopey had a hit. Miggy goes 0 for 4 with 4Ks. Never great. Uh, Eric Haas, one for three. Nico with a hit. Daz with a hit. Willie with a hit. Daz with a walk, too. I, I mean, it's just... It was just very, very par for the course. Very on brand for us to get actually quite a few base runners and just not be able to score any of them. Uh, this game was also started by Lance Lynn for the uh, for the Southsiders, who's had a phenomenal year. A phenomenal year. And we actually played him pretty well. Some pretty good at-bats. D- worked him... Uh, was out of the game by the fifth inning. Um, granted, they probably want to save a little bit. It has to do with saving him for the postseason. But still, 81 pitches through five innings is is a pretty decent day at the office, I'd say, for an offensive perspective. Just that inability to drive in runs is brutal. And it continued to be brutal on Friday's game. That between, obviously, poor pitching just uh, uh, and horrid defense, to be honest with you. Um just an all-around, just a pretty pretty ugly and, and sadly on-par game for the Tigers on Friday. So um, Saturday's game was a lot closer, and Sunday's game we'd actually pull through and end the season on a win. So let's get into the 4-5 uh, the to five loss on Saturday. But first, got to talk to everybody about DirecTV streams. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. It means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter. 
get rid of the confusion, get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. It's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies based on package. And I got to talk to you all about GetUpside. Telling you guys about it for a few weeks now. It's a great way to get cash back just by filling up your gas tank. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code BASEBALL and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. It's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free. Use promo code BASEBALL. To get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two and three hundred dollars a month in cash back, and there's no catch. Cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal or e-gift card, Amazon, other brands, anywhere you want, really. Just download the free get upside app, use promo code baseball for up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. And we're back for segment two here at Locked On Tigers. Thank you guys for making Locked On Tigers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, as y'all know. All right, let's get into this Saturday game here. Uh, four to five loss to the South Siders of uh, of Chicago. This game a lot more competitive. We were winning. We were winning a lot of the game. Like most of the game. But the final score is all that matters. So, uh, yeah. We would shut out through three innings. 0-0 through three. one nothing in the fourth all the way to the seventh. Both teams would put up three spots in the seventh to make it four to three Tigers going into the eighth. And then the eighth inning, uh, there would be a certain home run hit off a certain pitcher. And that would be it for the scoring. So, let's go through uh, the pitching I'm going to save Matt Manning for last on this whole segment, actually. So we're going to start with the offense. The offense was a lot better with runners in scoring position this game. Um, I I would say it it was just a lot more competitive at-bats in general. Starter for the White Sox, it would be Giolito, who historically, believe it or not, really struggles against the Detroit Tigers. I don't know why. Uh, he's one of the best pitchers in the American League, one of the best pitchers in baseball, and for some reason, his the last two years especially, his stats against the Tigers are, are pretty bad. So he would go five innings, two hits, one run, one walk, three strikeouts, far from a bad performance. A, a solid, good performance. Again, pulling him after five so he's ready for the playoffs. Uh, it would have gone deeper had it this been like a July game. Really a, a solid performance and a lot better of, of a performance from him uh, than some historic Tiger. You know, we have that famous screenshot of him earlier in the year uh, giving up a home run to, uh, to, I don't even remember who it was to actually, but regardless, a, uh, a, a very, very a solid performance from Giolito. And then we get into the bullpen and wreak havoc. And that's awesome. They, they would bring out Dallas Keuchel. In uh, in in the in, in relief, who has already had a pretty weak year as a whole, just being a starter, and would come out and we would beat him up, and then uh, the back end of their bullpen actually did a pretty solid job, the eighth and ninth inning guys. So, really a, a weird game dynamic wise, but 
a uh, a very solid performance from the offense. Worked counts really well. Again, after Giolito, I'd say Giolito was 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 pretty darn good. Um, most importantly, though, the man, the myth, the legend, Robbie Grossman would get his twentieth steal of the season. He got the twenty twenty year, baby. He got the twenty twenty year. I was so happy. I was uh, I was watching at a Buffalo Wild Wings, and uh, and and we freaked out when he got it. We got we got really really pumped when uh, when he when he got the twenty twenty season. So very very cool moment for him. Comfortably the best season of his career. Robbie Grossman's been a solid player his whole career. He he easily like not even remotely close the best season of his career this year. Also proving that batting average means absolutely nothing because it's comfortably the best year of his career and one of his, if not his lowest full season batting average. So just, I love him. I love him so much, man. I I love Robbie Grossman. Very happy he got to get the 2020 off. Uh, Akil Badu with two walks and a hit. Great day at the office. Middle of the lineup struggled 0 for 8 uh, between Scope and Miggy. Jamer with a nice knock. The, uh, the OPS will be at 795 going into Sunday's game after Saturday's game. Uh, Isak with a hit. Isak would lead the league in home runs if, like, foul ball homers counted as homers, by the way. The dude, like, every at-bat hits, like, a 400-foot home run that's left of the foul pole. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, Harold Castro would get the start at shortstop. Ofer, Eric Haas, Ofer. Uh, sorry, Eric Haas. Definitely not over. Uh, Eric has had a big RBI. And then uh, Daz Cameron as well with a nice RBI. Decent game. OPS up to 600 after Saturday's game. He struggled mightily uh, really most of the season at the major league level at least. And his stats are still pretty poor but had a had a decent end to the season at least. Uh, we'll talk about that again in, uh, in Sunday's game. So... Decent from the offense. The pitching, Jose Urania, uh, very well. At, this is the, I. I would be shocked if that was not Jose Urania's last ever appearance in a Tigers uniform. So that's that's fine. Whatever. Alex Lang gives up uh, not a great performance. Two hits, gives up inherited runs, one strikeout, and then Kyle Funkhauser would pitch the uh, the final inning and would give up the big home run to lose the game. Not a great way to end the season for Funk, but definitely a resurgence of a season. A good, solid year from Kyle Funkhauser. Hopefully he can take that momentum into next season. Let's talk about Matt Manning to end this uh, this segment, though. Matt Manning looked unreal. The best we have ever seen him look at the Major League level comfortably. Comfortably. The fastball was 96-97, almost the entire outing. He would go five innings, two hits, no runs, one walk, seven strikeouts. That is, A, such a good way to end your rookie season. Great way to go out. But that if that, Matt Manning, is what we're building off of, we are in for a, a doozy of a career. An absolute doozy of a career. He looked unreal on Saturday. The curveball was phenomenal. The fastball was phenomenal. The tunneling between those two pitches was absolutely elite. 
I mean, the way that he was tunneling the curveball to the low fastball was a work of art. The command was fantastic. I mean, honestly, that was that was some of the best. That is easily the best we've ever seen him at the major league level. He looked unreal. The stuff has never even been close to being as good as we saw it. Great way to go out. Hopefully he carries that momentum in the offseason. Has a good throwing program, good winter, and come back next spring and uh, and really take a, take a huge step forward for, I think next year he'll still be rookie eligible. So his first true big step, uh, step forward there as a rookie. Great way to end the season. All right, let's get into um, our final game of not only the weekend, but of the regular season. A 5-2 win over the Chicago White Sox. But first, got to talk to y'all about Built Bar. Nine delicious flavors. Coconut, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. My favorite flavor, as y'all know, is the orange with the cookies and cream right there behind. If you don't know what your favorite flavor is, though, you can get the mixed box. Two of each of the nine flavors. It's a lifesaver. Not only are Bill Bars the best tasting, but they're healthy, too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. Or today and get the grasshopper, get the raspberry, get the orange, whatever you like. Bill Bar is also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. One step closer to being an Olympian, baby. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off of your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, everybody, we are back here for our final segment of the regular season at Locked On Tigers. The show's not going anywhere, though. We'll still be rolling five days a week uh, for the first probably solid month of the offseason. And then at some point in the winter, we'll go down to three days and then back up to five for spring. So show's not going anywhere. Show is going absolutely nowhere, but the regular season is officially over. We do go out. With a 5-2 victory over the Chicago White Sox. Always good to end the season on a W. Always feels a little bit better. So, let's go over... um, Let's go over the offense first. Five runs. We would have nine hits and three walks. That's 12 base runners. 11-11 and 12 for base runners this series. Pretty solid. Pretty damn solid. Uh, Just need to hit a little bit better with runners in scoring position, and those numbers could boost up quite a bit. Akil Badu with a hit. He will end the season with a 766 OPS. That's a dude that was a Rule 5 pick that had never faced a pitcher higher than high single A. And in his rookie year, he would OPS 766. Absolutely amazing. The strides and adjustments he took in the middle of the season were absolutely phenomenal. Um, awesome. Such a great story. We'll get into it more this offseason for sure. Isak Paredes, 0 for 5 with another foul ball homer. Harold Castro, hitting Harold, 2 for 4. Uh, he would have a triple. His first and only triple of the season. That dude is something else. He would end the season with a 283 average and a 669 OPS. Something else, man. Eric Haas goes 1 for 5. Nico Goodrum, 0 for 4. Daz Cameron, 1 for 3. Willie Castro went on the season with a bang. 3 for 4. Shout out to A. Mort on Twitter, man. The, the Willie Castro fan club, club leader. 
Uh, ended the season three for four. Got to feel good about it. 624 OPS on the season, though. Dustin Garneau, one for four. Uh, solid, solid. A nice little RBI double there. And then Zach Show, short, 0 for two with two walks. All he can really do is draw walks. So uh, that's a pretty on brand um, f- final stat line for, uh, for, for Zach Short there to end this season. So, yeah, the offense was really solid. Offense was really solid for Sunday's game. Uh, Dylan Cease with the start. Four innings, four hits, one run, two walks, five Ks. Again, they were keeping all their starters on a short lease so that they could be fresh for the postseason. Um, Michael Kopech would come in and pitch three innings out of relief. Three innings, two hits, one run, six strikeouts. That dude's going to be a problem. I think next year they stretch him back out to being a starter, which is absolutely terrifying for the rest of the AL Central, which means it's terrifying for us. Uh, Yeah, this offense, I, I was pretty pleased. Pretty pleased with the offense. Um, stolen bases from quite a few people. I think we had four steals this game, which is the most steals we've had in a game in a minute. Uh, and then Daz Cameron, obviously with the clutch, kind of, kind of the the clutch home run uh, late in the game, later in the game to to give us the lead. And then yeah, the ninth inning would come along, and uh, and we would just put it out of reach. So where I think his home run was to start the ninth inning, and then the offense just kept rolling after that actually. Regardless, nice little at-bat, nice little way to end the season for Daz Cameron. Uh, I would be shocked if he was on the Tigers opening day roster next year. I'll tell you that right now. Um, But he he ended the season a lot nicer than he was in the middle of the season. So hopefully uh, he he can work on some development this offseason and in the spring. And and when he starts out in Toledo, a quick hot start could could get him back up pretty quickly. But I, I, I really would be shocked if he made the team out of camp next year. Okay, um, I think that's it for the offense. Jamer would end the season with a sub-800 OPS, sadly. Only like five points short. I think he ended with 795. This game also, we win 5-2 to two when we put out like, I'm, I'm sure A.J. Hinch just like asked the veterans, like, hey, do you want to play today? And if they were like, nah, I'm good, then he just like listened to them. Uh, I mean, we had Nico Goodrum DHing. Nico Goodrum has a 644 OPS and a 210 batting average, and he he was he was our DH today. Uh, so I can't imagine that that this was like an intentional, you know, thrown out the A team lineup, but but got the win. End of the season with a win, which is all that matters. Pitching wise, we had Drew Hutchinson out of the pen first, one inning, three hits, only one run though. One walk. He's given up a lot of base runners, but not a lot of runs. He'll end the season with a 2.11 ERA in this stint. Joe Jimenez, the roller coaster, one last time this year. Uh, one inning, one walk, two Ks, no runs, no hits. He would would end the season with a sub six ERA after this. So I guess that's kind of nice. But he's one that I'll definitely be interested in keeping an eye on for this off season. Michael Fulmer, one inning, one hit. No runs, no walks, no strikeouts. Beautiful way Michael Fulmer gets the uh, the save to end the season. So really, I mean, obviously a very solid way to end the season. You love ending the season with a W. Um, you love to see it, man. You love to see it. Five to two. Sad the season's over. This season has, um, season's been like I said at the beginning of the show, man. The season's been life changing. 
for real. So many opportunities um, started with, and, and I'm sure I'll, I'll open up more about the, the whole story of me just, just, and I'm obviously nowhere close to, to done growing and hopefully rising up, uh, rising up the ranks here in this industry, but a, uh, a, a definitely a life-changing season for me. I, I had such, such, um, such severe anxiety about, uh, about putting my, my, I mean, baseball has been my life forever, but putting my, my opinions and, and all that out there and, and recording myself, hearing myself talk and, and doing videos and all that stuff was, was so anxiety provoking. Um, and I, I didn't want to do it and put it off, even though I, I wanted to do it, but, but couldn't do it because of my anxiety, if that makes sense. So, uh, a big struggle for a long time. And finally just, just said, screw it and, and put myself out there and did it. And, um, that yeah, this is this is a season I will never forget. I know it's a seventy-seven and eighty-five win-loss record, and is will probably be looked at as relatively meaningless in the history of of baseball record books, but um, will definitely be forever a life-changing one for me. Um, so yeah, thank thank you guys as, as listeners for allowing me to have this platform and to you know coming up to me during games and just telling me that you listen to my show means so much to me and that you guys are fans is awesome. Um, I've met so many people this baseball season, uh, whether it's just friends or people in the industry or whatever I, I've met and, and grown with so many people this off season, too, too many to list, uh, too many to thank. Um, just a, an absolutely life-changing last last uh last seven or eight months for me got this gig right after matt manning's mlb debut i'll never forget my first episode uh trying to recap everything and and trying to make myself not talk for like an hour and couldn't get it done i think my first episode was damn near 50 minutes long and the network was like hey these are 30 (laughs) um so to work on that for for a little bit but um just an, an unreal unreal year on your unreal season and uh, will will forever hold a place in my heart uh, immensely and that is uh, that is for real all thanks to to, to you the listener um, I mean that's that's the reason I do it to interact with you guys um, and and just uh unreal really unreal never a, a year ago today even a calendar year ago today, I would have told myself that I had, I had all this going on. Um, I think I would have been very, very proud of myself and very happy. So, so thank you guys immensely for for making that happen, letting that happen, and um, and continuing to support me. And now we ride into to an off season. We ride into a very, very, very fun off season, and uh, hopefully. Hopefully some more fun shows this offseason as well. We got a lot of ideas for content throughout the season. And uh, hopefully the front office and, and the Illich family will spend some cheddar and uh, make it even more fun. Next year's the year, baby. Big steps forward for everybody. Big steps forward. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for, uh, for, for wrapping up a, a memorable regular season. For all of us, truly. What an awesome year for the Tigers. What an awesome, awesome year for the Tigers. Peace and love. 
Going to therapy is dope. And I will catch you all tomorrow for a uh, for a season season recap, a full season recap instead of just the game. So, uh, yeah, catch you all tomorrow. Go Tigers, baby.